the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Time for the only radio show of its kind. Auctioneers of antiques. Collectors of cool. Veterans of vintage. It's the Donnelly Auctions Hour on AM560, The Answer. For the next hour, enjoy great information about buying and selling antiques and collectibles. And some interesting stories. Now... The Donnelly Auctions Hour. Welcome to the Donnelly Auctions Hour. Thank you for joining us. We are here every Saturday at 1 o'clock. Hi, everyone. I'm Susan. I'm here with Randy Donnelly. We are the owners of Donnelly Auctions in Union, Illinois. We're just 60 miles west of Chicago down I-90. And we are here today to help you determine if you have any valuables at home. Hi, Randy. Hey, Susan. And uh, yes, welcome, everybody, to the show today. So much going on at Donnelly Auctions this week. Let's jump oh, into it. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Uh, merchandise uh, for our, our upcoming auctions just keeps rolling in the door. Thank you, folks. Um, you know, <laughs> Every day, emails and phone calls, just like we tell you to. Just, yeah, exactly. Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> so we, let's talk a little bit about some of the items that came in this week. Well, actually, um, I, good, good to, to start with because I'm going to uh, – uh, give a shout out to some people who did actually bring some items in. Um, we have uh, a Janet in Lincolnwood that called us with a pinball machine, uh, an old uh, a shootout cowboy uh, pinball machine by Gottlieb. And I'll tell you, uh, Janet, thank you. It's the cleanest, mintest pinball machine I have ever had. I mean, pinball machines are always mm-hmm. uh, beat to death. Uh, Janet, thank you. Um, always uh, saying hi to Carl Tesca, friend of mine from high school, who brings us guns and all kinds of fun stuff all the time. And uh, uh, Carol in uh, Barrington brought us some uh, uh, military relics and, and sports items. But to Barbara in Barrington, oh my goodness, uh, she had a collection of comic books, Golden Age comic books, which are these are the ones we're looking for, folks, that are ten to twelve cents. Once they get beyond twelve cents. Um, it's not really something we're looking for. It's that um, that what we refer to as the golden age era of, of comic books. And she brought uh, hundreds, hundreds of them for us to go through, as well as a thermometer collection, a sign collection, great vintage signs and everything. But, uh, Susan, an interesting grouping I know that you liked of paperweights. I know. I love the paperweight collection she brought in. They're all advertising pieces from what I can tell, but I had a little bit of research done on paperweights. Let me tell you about them, if you got a second. I the do. evolution of the paperweight. The earliest paperweights appeared in Europe in the mid-1840s, so that's wow. how old some of those are. But then, you know, um, in America, they decided to make them all out of glass. They're like handmade. So the art glass ones are extremely valuable today. And um, there are usually a lot of variations in them, which affects the value, of course. And um, the most common common designs, an example may be a single pansy by Baccarat. 
baccarat, baccarat uh, can sell anywhere from five hundred to fifteen hundred dollars just for one of those. So look and see what kind of paperweights you have at home, folks. You never know. Well, it is interesting because you know Susan, when we we have this collection spread out all over the tables, Susan's saying paperweights. I just don't get it. Why would why would people <laughs> have paperweights? And to that point, Keith, uh, Keith, our producer. Uh, yeah, I, I jump in there. Well, it occurs to me that, that uh, double-hung windows became really popular in Europe at about the same time, early to mid Double-hung windows. And I'm just thinking if it was easier for people <laughs> to open their windows, maybe well, it made it more. That's that's exactly right. What what I was, you know, you hit it spot on, Keith, in, in that once people, you know, had a, a device to open their windows and everything uh, easily and that for cooling because we didn't have air conditioning, uh, certainly at that period of time. Right. It was hot, stuffy in the houses. So windows were always open. And, of course, papers, you know, on your desk were blowing all over the place anytime there was the slightest breeze. Paperweights were an essential piece of both business and home equipment. Okay, well, Everybody that's good to know. <laughs> wow. Um, the most expensive one sold for over a quarter million dollars in 1990 at Sotheby's. Um, and there's a picture of it, and it's a picture of a basket of flowers. It's actually really beautiful if you get a chance to Google it. But, Wow. Well, Go see what you have. You, you know, these, these paperweights, so many of more hand-blown uh, designs mm-hmm. and everything. They're really, really works of art, folks. Well, and, some uh, of the most sought-after ones are from Baccarat, St. Louis, Clitchy, and Patton. Those are the names you want to look for. Ah, okay. So, well, and, and I don't know that they necessarily have a name on them, I don't do know. But, uh, you could but, tell by the type of artwork and the glass and everything of who made it. Nonetheless, yeah. uh, Barbara of Barrington uh, brought us a, a great paperweight collection, but that doesn't mean we're done. If you have paperweights at home, uh, we're looking for more. If you have comic books at, at home, especially 10 to 12 centers. I was going to just throw out a little trivia question because you know how I love Please our trivia. Do. Before we move on to <laughs> another subject. Okay, another trivia question. Have you seen the movie 1984, you guys? Have you seen 1984? Actually, I remember I we, we had I to mean, read the book in high school, I believe. Uh, but anyway, there's a, a paperweight. <laughs> after my time. There's a paperweight. I see the movie 1984 every time I watch the news. <laughs> <laughs> Who Good turned on his mic? Oh gosh, that's too funny. Um, the movie 1984 has a paperweight in it, and it symbolizes the past and the present and the future. If you haven't seen the movie, go get it. Um, but the question is, what happened to the paperweight at the end of the movie? And I'll tell you about that in our last segment. All right. So, so you have to run right now to your TVs and uh, grab uh, yeah, hopefully people 1984 have seen in order to answer Well, apparently question. we're going to have to watch that because you haven't seen it. That and Ferris Bueller's Day Off. So yeah. those are two on our list, Donnelly. So more and more and more merchandise that uh, came in this weekend uh, or week, this whole last week. Um, we did just acquire another bar uh, or back bar, an old saloon bar. You know, folks, I'm always telling you, um, you know, the bigger, the heavier, the more I like it. So if you have any knowledge of where there is a big uh, bar, saloon bar, bars, back bars, and any big architectural Did you pieces, say we just acquired one? We did last where night. Where did that come from? You know, oh, that's it, what you guys were unloading. Okay. It came in from um, Naperville yesterday. Okay, yeah. wow. And the one we currently have is going to the Catlow Theater in Barrington. Yes. Oh, oh, my gosh. Wait till you see what they have planned at the Catlow Theater in Barrington, folks. 
we got to make sure we're there for the grand opening. As They're renovating fact, the whole thing. Yeah, as a matter of fact, we uh, ought to have him on uh, as a guest yeah. to tell us what's going on at the Catlow um, because they uh, they acquired uh, uh, another building uh, next door, mm-hmm. and I, I guess they're putting in a uh, uh, an events center, and they they acquired from from our auction one of the most outstanding arts and crafts bars yeah, I have ever seen. It's it's really going to be quite a spectacular location. Yeah, that's right. in stay, ba- stay oh, tuned for that's that. in Barrington. Everything's happening in Barrington. We love Barrington. Wow, yes. thank you, okay. Barrington residents, for yes. sure. All right, so you want to jump into um, what's happening with the Volo Vault items, because that is the majority of the stuff that has been coming in over the last couple of weeks. Oh, my goodness. You know, if, you, if, if you're if you a regular and you listened to us last week, you uh, listened to uh, us interviewing with Greg Graham's good friend of ours who owns the, the Volo Museum, and... It's just incredible. Four truckloads uh, we took out of the Volo Vault, and we are promoting it as as the the Volo uh, Vault items because I mean, just all kinds of all kinds of goodies. What you seem to like, Susan, was the kitty rides. Oh, I love the kitty rides. Yes, but I want to let everybody know that most of these items, I would say all of them, are going to be up for auction at our annual Spring Classic, April nineteenth. I would say the 18th. We're going to do four days, 18th through the 21st. So mark your calendars for the annual Spring Classic because a lot of these items we're talking about today will be up for auction then. Absolutely. The kitty rides, yeah, because, you know, that's a childhood memory for me. Also, when my parents would shop at Kmart, they would just give us, you know, a bunch of nickels and say, here, go go fight over the rides and meet my <laughs> brothers nickel. and sisters. Not anymore, Susan. Yeah, no, How old are you? A ride it, was it a It would nickel? have been a quarter. It would have been a quarter. You're right. It was a roll of quarters. I'm I not that so. old. Not as old as you. They didn't even have kitty rides then. Yes, they did. <laughs> well, I love the story about you riding a kitty ride at the store and getting injured. I was in uh, riding a ride in Hillman's. There was our... our grocery store in in Berwyn, Illinois, and I'm spinning around, and as kids do, I put my head way out and leaned out, <laughs> and of course, my head hit the coin box. I can't believe that. Slam, blood everywhere, stitches, uh, I mean, but those were in the days you would never think of suing anybody. Instead, my parents were so mad at me for what they well, felt. My behavior just behaving. You're probably the reason why there was a decline of those rides because of, well, not only video games, but because of the safety regulations. You were probably one of the reasons why they had to put a screen around it or something. I don't know. But I do want to talk about kitty rides in our next segment and a little bit of history about those because we have several of them coming up at the April auction. And one is a horse, uh, a pony. One is a camel. What was yes. the other one? Oh, and we thought it was Donald Duck, but it actually says Dopey Duck. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure they, uh, they got name. into trouble for the uh, the likeness and couldn't oh use gosh. the name Donald on it. And uh, and then there's even a uh, a knight in armor uh, on a horse. Uh, oh, the Lancer. The, the Lancer, yeah. Right. So kitty rides are extremely collectible right now. Again, the reason why we're talking about them, in case you need to offload any and want to get them up for auction, April is the time to do it. But we would probably need you to consign that with us now. So send us an email at consign at donleyauctions.com or give us a call at 815-923-7000. Don't go anywhere, folks. We have more interesting stories coming up next on AM560, The Answer. They've been called auctioneers of antiques, collectors of cool, even veterans of vintage. And they can introduce themselves. 
Thanks for listening. This is the Donnelly Auctions Hour on AM560, The Answer. Welcome back to the Donnelly Auctions Hour. I'm Susan, co-owner of Donnelly Auctions, here with Randy Donnelly. Hi, Randy. We were just talking about all of the fantastic items out of the Volo Vault that are coming up for auction in April. And to that point, uh, Susan, uh, remind everybody that we do have tickets uh, for Volo. I got tickets. Um, if you give us a call at 815-923-7000 and can even answer my trivia question today, oh, there you go. I've got tickets to the Volo Museum for you because these great kitty rides and arcade games and amusement park artifacts will be up for auction April 18th through the 21st. So we're really going to be partnering with the Volo Museum. If you want tickets to see a fantastic venue, give us a call. But real quick, I wanted to give everybody a little history on Kitty Rice because I was wondering, like, how long have they really been out? But the interesting story is a man named James Otto Haas in 1931, he was in a, a Missouri inventor, decided he wanted to come up with a really cool present for his kids for Christmas. So he invented a mohair mechanical horse with a real cow's tail to give to his kids wow. for Christmas. What a nice dad, huh? That really is. Oh, yeah, so, what'd you get for Christmas? <laughs> yeah, I got I got Play-Doh and Tinker Toys. Well, I'm I'm surprised you didn't end up with you, coal in your stocking, you know. <laughs> I did not. But anyway, so not even a, a year later he became he won all kinds of design and invention awards for this um mechanical ride for kids. And then he teamed up with the exhibit supply company to distribute the horse worldwide. Coin operator. Widely, yeah. The coin operated version. Wow. He got 5% of all the profits. He introduced oh, it at the, the World's yeah. Fair in Chicago in 1933. Um, just all kinds of great stuff about kitty rides. They are still highly collectible. And there's so many of them in Chicago area basements and garages and everything. Mm-hmm. So, so, folks, if you have any coin operated rides at home, let's make it fit in your wallet. That's, That's right. You know. That's our game plan. One of the things we talked about, maybe I'll save it for later, are Tinker Toys. You know, I loved our Tinker Toys when I was growing up. Did you have any? Of course. I always played with Tinker Toys. I wasn't sure because those actually came out. (laughs) A man named Charles (laughs) Pajou kind of invented that in 1914. I didn't realize they were that old. Um, The Toy Tinker Company in Evanston, Illinois. He saw some kids playing with sticks and pencils and empty spools of thread. Wow, yeah. what a great... Uh... So that's how they came up with it. Hasbro bought it, Play School bought it. They came up with colors in the 1950s, and then they added plastic parts, parts in the 1990s. Um, what a what a great a great toy. It's still... Right here from Illinois. It's still valuable today, but you got to find like the older versions of sure. it that are all made of wood. And but, I'm sure a lot of you folks have them at home. But here's a little factoid. Um, in 1978, some students from MIT created a tic-tac-toe computer using 10,000 wooden parts of the Tinker Toys, using fishing line and sinkers and all kinds of other uh, parts and pieces. And it played tic-tac-toe with a human, giving them the first move, and it never lost. Wow. Little factoid for you about Tinker Toys. Incredible. And yeah, it's all in the museum this, somewhere, too. All this, ladies and gentlemen, fits right into our antique toy auction, which is 
right around the corner, March 23rd and 24th. If you've got some great antique toys, even if they're not great, I mean, if you have a toy collection, we can help you. We can sell all these items for you. And not just the antique, but vintage toys sell really well, too. Oh, don't they? I I mean, 60s, 70s, 80s toys. I mean, Star Wars. My goodness. Um, You know, unfortunately... uh, um, the real antique toys, as we know, the cast iron and and uh, some of the older toys from the turn of the century, they're just not holding their value because supply and demand. Uh, there's just not the demand for it. People like to collect what they remember. Right, like Pokemon cards are really valuable today. Yep, and, and video like, video games. Yep. So and, again. And Call robots. us on that. Robots, robots are always always popular. Yes. Again, yep. that auction. All of these auctions are on our website at DonnellyAuctions.com, or you can call us at 815-923-7000. You can even email us at consign at DonnellyAuctions.com. Just send us some photos and some information. All you have to do, folks, is take that first step, and we will talk to you and get it moving from there. Sounds good. I know, right? So let's move on to the auction that's coming up next. February 17th and 18th is our firearms, ammunition, sportsman gear, and military auction. And I believe on the line with us, David, you there? Yes, I am. Hi, David. Thanks for joining us. One of our military experts. David Hill. You asked me a question. He knows all the answers. And you even told me you know the movie 1984 really well also. Oh, yes, so you I know do. the answer yes. to my question, so you okay. can't answer it so yet. Don't, but uh, don't talk we'll about it. We'll answer the paperweight question from the movie 1984 in the last segment. But, uh, David, I'm, I'm so glad you're on the line because, you know, I've been, you know, preaching out there to everybody that if we, you know, uh, can acquire uniforms that have what we refer to always as provenance, if, if military uniforms are named, we know who wore them, we have photos of the uh, the veterans we have their medals you know we put all these things together as groupings and collections um, they're very valuable and of course I'm always out there looking for paratrooper um, memorabilia because it, again it's so scarce I want flight jackets you know the old leather hand-painted flight jackets but just um, a, a couple days ago uh, I saw you in the lobby with a uh, a family who brought in his father's submariner grouping. Can you uh, tell us what that's all about? Sure. Um, well, it turns out he's a WIND M560 listener. And, ah, uh, thank you. Yeah, and <laughs> Another <laughs> and shout out. In. Yeah, that's, uh, he listens to uh, Sean Thompson. And, oh, uh, wait a minute. Uh, you, <laughs> you you told him about our show, too, right? <laughs> of course I did, yes. Okay. I, thought you, I thought it was on Saturday. Oh, well, lots of people are listening on Saturday now. Um, he, he brought in uh, something, that, and he was very humble about it, and as he was describing it, it was just heartbreaking. His, uh, his father uh, enlisted in the Navy uh, before Pearl Harbor at age 17. His mom had to si- uh, sign the papers, and he was movie star, good-looking, 17 years old, six foot tall. Uh, goes into the Navy, first serves on a destroyer, then serves uh, uh, on two separate submarines, and he's in combat. And he starts r- rising through the ranks as an enlisted man and then does occupation duty in Japan. And this man lived in Japan as a child, and his sister was born in Japan. And for and, and I'm still not sure why, but he decides to leave the Navy, join the Army, and fights in Korea. And, he, and his family f- finds out that he's missing in action. And then it wow. turns out he was a PO. Then he turns out he was a POW, 
Oh, my and goodness. And then it turns out that he ended up being killed by the North Koreans. And uh, so this, uh, you know, the, he barely remembers his father, and he decides that he fought in two wars and fought in two branches of service and gave his life to this country. And we have his medals and scrapbooks and paperwork and pictures of him. And uh, it was uh, wow. powerful, emotional, and, uh, and it's a, a wonderful group. And I say it wonderful very carefully that it's something that we can really appreciate these people that uh, they sacrifice their lives. And that's what collectors look for, these things that are monumental and important. Mm-hmm. That's right. And, and you, you really uh, hit one of the right words when, when you look at these type of things, and that's emotional. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just so incredible when, when you, you know, research this and, and find out what, what these people went through to save this country, to, you know, to, to fight this world war and, and allow us to have such a great life over here. Um, and, you know, people have said to me, well, why are they selling this? Why on earth would families be getting rid of this? Um, a type of memorabilia. Well, there's a good reason for that because we can help put it in the hands of the people who will get it displayed, will get it uh, shown, you know, to the masses instead of sitting in the top drawer of a dresser somewhere in, you know, home in uh, Cicero or, or somewhere. You know, we can get it out there and really. Um, Get into the right hands yeah. for the respect that it deserves. Yep. I know you were saying, David, the guy was getting choked up telling you the story and everything. Wow. So the, yeah, yeah. those but items are in, in this auction on Sunday, February 18th, correct? No, 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 this no is, we're, we're saving these for the next one. Oh, oh, good. Yeah, okay, yeah. good to know. So oh, yeah. the next military auction will be in May. So check our website at donleyauctions.com for our upcoming schedule of events. And, David, we might want to keep you on for the next segment, continue talking about some of these great items coming up on February 17th and 18th because we have some fantastic firearms. We want to let everybody know that we're still looking for firearms and ammunition, reloading gear, taxidermy, that sort of thing for our May auction. But it always helps to be specific, right, Randy? Absolutely. Okay. be terrific. I know. I can't wait. <laughs> 17th and 18th. And don't go anywhere. Like I said, we'll have David back. We have some more interesting stories coming up. You can also leave us an email at consign at donleyauctions.com. If you have anything that you would like to sell, let us know. Thanks for listening to Donley Auctions Hour right here on AM560, The Answer. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to the Donnelly Auctions Hour on AM560, The Answer. Welcome back to the Donnelly Auctions Hour. I'm Susan here with Randy Donnelly and David Hilp, our military expert. We're talking about some fantastic items we have coming up February 17th and 18th. Hello, boys. And, you know, Susan, um, I want everybody out there to uh, be aware of how exceedingly valuable some of these things can be. You know, we sold a uniform grouping um, in 2022 that ended up selling for $37,000. Mm-hmm. So, folks, we're, we're not talking... Chump uh, uh, change. Small, yeah. <laughs> you knew I was going to say I that. I knew you were. So you stole that from me. Uh, small numbers here. We're, we're talking, you know, these can be serious, serious coin. And, and 37000 is extreme, but it's not unusual for things that would normally be in the hundreds to turn into the mid or even high thousands um, the, the minute uh, you have provenance with it. 
we have photos, names, you know, and, and you know, uh, service records and everything that we, that we can look up for you. Well, so, the best thing about putting it up for auction is we have thousands of bidders online all over the world looking at our military and firearm collection. So right now we're online on high bid, proxy bid, and auction zip. So if you go to our website, DonleyAuctions.com, it'll link you to one of the catalogs. You can look at it now. And, you know, Susan, <laughs> I, I, it leads me to a great point here. We're set up at two military shows as we speak. We're at Waukesha in Wisconsin. Yes. And we're at, at Kane County um, uh, in St. Charles. Kane okay, County. that's this weekend. Yep. Uh, and so I very often say, bring your items because we're going to be there. Come and see us and everything. And so a gentleman was was bringing a helmet. And what happens is the minute you go into a show, everybody attacks people the minute they see them walking around with something. And how much, how much, how much, how much? So a, a guy bringing us a helmet um, it ends up uh, selling the helmet before he got to me. He comes and he says ah, hello to shoot. me. Yeah. And, you know, oh, I, I I don't know. I'm so sorry. The man offered me cash, blah, 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 blah. He, Randy, he gave me $1,000 for it. And I oh, go, $1,000? No. Wow, that must have been some helmet. You know, oh, yeah. So later, a guy comes by and he's got a German paratrooper helmet with a double decal on <gasps> it. Said he bought her off no. of a guy there. Now, we're talking. Thirty five hundred, five thousand, mm-hmm, uh, you know. So, had we have sold it at auction, this guy would. But instead, he sold it not knowing, oh, and you know, he grabbed the the, the oh, cash. So, so the, you just have to be careful, right? The moral of the story is hide your gear before you get to <laughs> yeah, the Dolly so booth. If you're coming, if you're coming to the show, <laughs> hide it. You definitely uh, put it Make in a, a bag. Make a beeline or straight to Dolly because um, <laughs> our guys will be there to answer any of your questions about your collection. So David's back on the line with us again. Oh, good, Hi, David. Um, we're talking about the military auction on Sunday, February 18th. What else can you tell us, David? What other highlights? Well, some of the things is that uh, there's going to be a, a number of uh, Japanese World War II medals, many of them in their original presentation cases, and that's come out, uh, out of a collection out of Chicago. And, uh, and also a, kind of a, an interesting mix of samurai swords, some of them newer than World War II, some of them from World War II. And what we just had somebody come in who said that the family acquired, uh, the, the veteran got it on uh, Okinawa and uh, turned out to be a couple of good swords and a, and a really rare flare gun and actually a bayonet that turned out to be pretty rare. So uh, there's been a lot of Japanese things, uh, the model kits, those the models that are that were made by a master modeling uh, person. That was one of our consigners. And... Uh, um, it's really kind of a, a mix of, of interesting things, uh, a lot of like stuff that can be man cave items. And uh, I'm trying to think of some other things that are off the top of my head. That Did, I didn't you mention that a, a knife collection just came in? Yes. And, in fact, uh, that knife collection, again, somebody heard us on the radio or it, heard you guys. Uh, yeah, it's it, not it, for uh, this auction, but it's a, a coming up auction. So uh, uh, tell us real quick what uh, uh, what's in that knife so, collection. Some fantastic, rare collectible knives and they're not even that old and this is somebody who and he gave us me permission of ever were to mention it on uh, on air that uh, you know he's related to the the jay's potato chips family oh, and wow. uh oh. yeah and uh, they uh, and one of the principals from the family just loved guns loved knives and had this fantastic knife collection including an extraordinarily rare knife that was they only made 10 of them 
and they're numbered, and I can't find even one for sale. That's the original Rambo knife uh, that was made by the man who made them for the movie, and uh, and now they've made copies. And they've made copies of them over the years, uh, authorized copies that go for three or four thousand. And this one's one of the original, I guess, six or seven that were numbered. I can't even find a comp on what it really is worth, and we're thinking it could be. He, he, he told people, I've got this knife for the number. And people say, no, you don't. No, 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 no. No one has those. So wow. it's an extraordinarily rare knife. So we'll see what happens. Okay, with great. Well, stay tuned for more information on that collection on our website, <laughs> donleyauctions.com. And, David, real quick, just a quick mention about the Geibel Ordnance Collection auction on Saturday, March 16th. The catalogs are ready. We are hoping to have that online for everyone to view next week. So, David, I'm going to let you go. Get back to work. Let's get that auction ready. The Geibel <laughs> Ordnance Collection is phenomenal. Over a thousand lots. So wow. watch our website for that. Again, wow. folks, if you have any questions about anything we're talking about today, give us a call at 815-923-7000. Anything else, Randy? David? No, David, I, I again, want to thank you for uh, everything you do for us. Uh, people love okay. working with you. and uh, He's like... Uh, uh, teacher walking around educating us all the time yeah i love it i love it thank you so much for everything you do we'll see you back at the office for everyone else don't go anywhere you're listening to the donley auctions hour right here every saturday on am 560 the answer and now more of the donley auctions hour on am 560 the answer we are back with the donley auctions hour thank you for sticking with us during that break i'm susan co-owner of donley auctions here with my Lovely partner, Randy Donley, owners of Donley Auctions in Union, Illinois. And I would just want to touch base real quick, Randy, on our next auction, uh, February 17th and 18th. Firearms and ammunition on Saturday, military on Sunday. Some great items in the in the gun portion of the auction. You know, that, that we do. You know, I say this time and time and time again. It, it's never too early to, to get your guns into auction. You know, people sometimes say, Oh, the gun auction's next week. I missed it. Well, no. Um, you have to get it in now anyway because we've got another one coming up. There's That's always right. more gun auctions. But, uh, again, the beauty of our gun auctions, if you're a buyer, is the wide variety. We don't focus on one style of gun. We're not just antiques. We do antiques. We do modern. We do military, hunting, uh, you name it, home protection, I mean, pistols, rifles, shotguns, anything and everything in between, and ammo, uh, you can buy it at Donley Auctions. That's right. And, you know, I just want to remind you, too, that that we have a preview on Friday from noon until 7 p.m. If you'd like to come in and you have your FOID card, you'd like to come in and handle and look at the firearms and ask any questions, you got plenty of time on Friday night. And then, again, the doors open at 8 a.m. on Saturday. But to expand on what you said, here's a... A few name brands of the hunting rifles we have coming up, Weatherby, Remington, Savage, and Ruger. We've got Winchester lever guns like the 73s, 92s, and 94s. We have shotguns from Benelli and Parker Brothers, Remington. We have actually have a Parker Brothers D3 12-gauge, 30-inch shotgun coming up on Saturday <laughs> as well. You, you love to read those statistics. <laughs> I don't love you? that one, yeah. And then, of course, like you said, we have the modern and vintage revolvers, pistols, rimfires, military firearms, and so much more. You got to come out and check it out. And if you've got a, a single gun, a dozen guns, or hundreds of guns that uh, you would like to dispose of, 
you can do it 100% legally. I mean, the best part of bringing uh, or us coming and picking up your collection, which we're happy to do, you know, to uh, dispose of it through Donnelly Auctions is, you know, that 100% you have complied with all state and federal laws. Uh, we are a licensed firearms dealer. We, you know, carry an FFL and we will take care of everything legally for you mm-hmm. so that, um, There's never any blowback later. You know you've done the right thing. That's right. And when you come to buy firearms at our location, we have the 4473 forms right there for you to complete. You wait the waiting period, come back and pick them up. So everything is done in one stop. You know, I'm glad you brought that up because, you know, there's so many people that are anti-gun out there. And that's their right to be. Mm -hmm. That's okay. But uh, I want everybody to know that, you know, what, what Susan is saying is not only... Do you sell them legally uh, to, you know, through us, but we are also distributing them and selling them legally and making sure that all state laws and everything oh, yes. are done in the disposition. So anybody who comes to, to buy a firearm, they have to do their background checks and, right. and everything. And that's uh, oh, boy. Boy, talk all what all we the supply. details involved in those forms. We make sure every... T is crossed and every I is dotted. I mean, there, there's just no going back. If you make one mistake on those, we tear it up and make you start all over again. Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> That's it's got to sure. be done right. Wow. So, again, if you have anything like that, like you mentioned, Randy, a single firearm or a collection, give us a call at 815-923-7000. Now, you know, along with uh, the gun auction, you know, with the next day, Sunday is, you know, we say military, military and, uh, and relics and everything. other stuff. But yes, other stuff being at the end of this auction, this is on Sunday, mm-hmm. uh, we definitely have a huge collection of police and fire badges, yes, vintage police and fire badges. So go to our website because they're up right now. Yeah, there's you over can, 100 of them, probably 150 uh, There might be badges. 200 badges, yeah. yeah there's quite a collection, out. a whole collection consigned to us, one person's badge collection, and we're selling these at no reserve. So whatever they go for, they go for. They're, and you can look at all of them right now if you go to our website at donleyauctions.com. It's D-O-N-L-E-Y, auctions with an S, dot com. Click on the big red button. You can't miss it. And it'll take you to the badge collection. They're all the way at the bottom. Absolutely. They're at the end of the auction, right? And, you know, uh, earlier I mentioned as we're talking, you know, about the military auction and everything, I, I talked about the, the uniform grouping we've sold for 37000 I just wanted to point out that we have sold for you flight jackets. You know, we're always looking for leather flight jackets. I love flight jackets. We've sold flight jackets for $5,000. We've sold... You know, rifles, eighteen, twenty, twenty-five thousand dollars. We sold a, a Colt nineteen eleven pistol, forty-five caliber pistol, at nine thousand. I, I mean, folks, if you if you don't uh, if you don't have a, a way to uh, to dispose of these, we are your source. We can help you, and information from us is free. You have always a free consultation. We will come to your home and assess the items. 
uh, and give you our opinions as to what you can get for them. And then and only then do you make a decision. You're under no pressure. We don't have pressure salesmen coming in and no, saying, it's just oh, <laughs> you need to consign with us and that type of thing. No. no obligation chat. You know, we have enough merchandise coming in. We're never pushing people into doing anything. We'll give you our thoughts and our opinions and give you time to make your own decisions. That's right. So make 2024 the year where you take that first step call us at 815-923-7000 really that's all you have to do and we'll put you in touch with the right person to answer all your questions we have some very nice ladies in the office who will get you to the right person and or you can leave us an email at consign c-o-n-s-i-g-n at donleyauctions.com we are not done yet folks don't go anywhere you're listening to the donley auctions hour right here every saturday on am 560 the answer The Donnelly Auctions Hour continues now on AM560, The Answer. Hi, we are back with the Donnelly Auctions Hour. We're talking about items you may have at home that might be valuable and that you might want to put in auction this year in 2024. Donnelly Auctions has several auctions, probably at least one a month, I would have to say. Oh, without a doubt, yeah. So now's the time. Give us a call at 815-923-7000. Tell us what else is coming up, Randy. You know, we've got a couple great auctions that uh, we don't have dates for yet, but we're going to mention them so you can start to uh, think about what you want to consign to us. Go up in the attic, yeah. Um, One thing that we've got, Susan, coming up is a racing legends auction uh, that we're actually going to be off-site with this one. We're probably going to be in Lake Forest, and we've got a couple great original race cars. We're going to wow. be selling one of A.J. Foyt's cars. That is We're going to be, be like selling a Richard Petty car. Mm-hmm. Yeah, w- w- for us, it will be. Certainly, it's... Richard um, Petty. Wow. Yep. Maybe he'll even be there. Well, let's ask. Okay. We'll and um, so, so anything in racing uh, memorabilia, especially, of course, if you've got cars, we've got a couple of race cars already consigned to us, but uh, we're looking for more cars, uniforms, uh, you know, the racing gear, trophies, mm-hmm. photos, anything in early racing uh, we're looking for. And then uh, we're doing another off-site auction, Susan, uh, in uh, probably April, I believe. Okay. Uh, this is going to be a, a, a one-day, it's a, a, a vintage stereo shop. I am looking forward to that. I want a vintage turntable. This speakers, we, for sure. We've got uh, about 900 lots of vintage uh, stereo equipment, reel-to-reel, mm-hmm. um, tape decks, speakers. Yes, everything. It's going to be in Lake Geneva, Wisconsin, in April, so watch our website. Is it one person's collection, or it is one what's person? The story well, there. He collected, and then he um, he bought himself a, a condo mall store uh, because he was going to sell off his collection in the the mall, and the, uh, you know, and that just didn't happen. So the family right now is is selling the the entire collection. All right, um, one day. One auction. Finally get a use for my vinyl album. So, yeah, definitely turntables will be part of that. So stay tuned again at our website, DonleyAuctions.com, for all of these events we're talking about. We'll have them listed there with the dates. You bet. All right. Mm -hmm. So we always talk about now's the time to consign, now's the time to buy. So if you do want to attend any of our auctions, you can come out live in person. We always like to mention we have complimentary pizza and beverages, coffee and donuts, 
Uh, we want to make it a, a very comfortable setting for you so you can bid live with us. That's also the most economical way to bid. It is. When we're yes. talking about your buyer's mm-hmm. premium and paying with cash, cash is king at Donley Auctions. Don't forget that. <laughs> um, and if you cannot make it, uh, you can put an absentee bid in, which is the same buyer premium as if you were there. Because you're not bidding online. You're bidding through us. Same with the phone bid. All right? So keep that in mind. Or you can bid online and watch the auction as we go. Uh, again, the link to our online auction is at DonleyAuctions.com. And that's Donley, D-O-N-L-E-Y. People have been spelling it incorrectly and having know, a hard right? time to, to find us. Yeah. We're the easy way. D-O-N-L-E-Y Auctions. Auctions with an S. Dot com. All right. You remember earlier in the show, I talked about the movie 1984, which you said you have not seen. And the paperweight is a significant symbol in the movie. For those of you who have seen it, my trivia question of the week is what happens to the paperweight in the movie 1984? So you want the answer? You ready? All right. Winston and Julia are arrested in the apartment for committing crimes against the government. Mm. It is at this point that the glass paperweight is dropped and it is shattered and broken by the police. Ah, the There's police. your answer. Okay. <laughs> what a surprise. So now we got to watch that movie and Ferris Bueller's Day Off. <laughs> That's okay. one you haven't seen yet. Sounds good. All right. So, again, we're out of time. I, I, we need more time. We need a two-hour show yeah, at least. people can come see you at the shows this weekend or at the show of shows in Louisville coming that up, sounds too. Sounds good. Yep. I know. you got to go see Randy. Tell him you said Tell him I said hi. He'll be there without me. (laughs) Keep an eye on him. But thanks for listening to the Donley Auctions Hour, folks. We're here every Saturday at 1 o'clock. If you have a collection to sell, give us a call at 815-923-7000. For now, I'm Susan. And I'm Randy Donley. And And we'll we'll see see you at the the auction. auction. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.